What is that now? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch, nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the Big Silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, you with me. boy it's your pal sweet daddy james i have another free friday episode for you from the chad duke show i really do hope you guys enjoyed the bonus material that we put out there for you duke's got a chance to sit down with channing wilson for a little phone interview put that out there for everybody because that interview it went really i wouldn't say it went really long it went long but it was really good duke's was pleased just gives you guys some extra content but what a hell of a week that we just had Towards the end of the previous week, the weight loss bet was finally paid off. They brought me in here, set me at a table, made me take my shirt off. They had planned on doing a show, but the show turned out to be so much fun that we made it your Monday episode. So it was Shoot, Money Monk, Ant-Man, and Joe Sandwich. Uh, Dick Smokehan kind of joined a little later in the show. We find out Money Monk has officially made a new acquisition. Duke's had an issue in his neighborhood with people walking their dogs. Uh, We find out that Ant-Man stinks at telling stories, which is no surprise to anybody. And they dive into the world of how science and technology are steering us, all while I'm just being needled back there at the table. But I pulled a good chunk of this show for you guys, so I had the lead up to my tattoo starting, and then the reveal. If you haven't seen the tattoo yet, don't worry. Go to chaddukeshow.com. It's going to be the show picture. Enjoy. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. First of all, let's give a big uh, thank you. Dixer World Class Custom Tattooing, established in 2018, DixerTattoo.com. They are located right here, Main Street in Fairfax, baby. That's mm-hmm. right. Chewing the sons of Main Street. That's what we call all of us. So if you want to get fabulous tattoo art done, Dixer's your guy. He was recommended to me by the most tattooed man that I know. It's the one-man gang from the WWF, and it is John from John and Amanda. He's yeah. got tattoos on his eyelids. I mean, this dude is covering up something. He's got some psychological issues, but all of his shit looks really good. Uh, and he goes to DixerTattoo.com. That is who will be tattooing Jim Daddy tonight. Sweet Daddy James as his big fat ass pays off. <laughs> losing another bet. He still weighs a million pounds. He's going to lose to Ant-Man next. I can't wait. He's the biggest I'm loser. fucking steamed up. Now, here's the thing. Here's what's great about Jim. He's way over there away from a microphone, so he can't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard the hey there, boy. Um... So what's happening is is that oh let me introduce our fine panel here. Uh, the, by the way, the winner of the bet is here, Mr. Wingsman OBX, the Kalachi. Congratulations, Kalachi. Thank you. It's the first bet I've won in a long time. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I know that you lost the bet, and I still didn't get the payoff in the Goro yeah. statue. I call that pulling a monk. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, congratulations, Amen. This has to feel good. You're going to watch uh, Jester get our faces tattooed on him in Robin Hood uh, uh, poses. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking so excited about this. Uh, unfortunately, I had to get Ted as a fish on my leg. And after that, I <laughs> That's said... That's a very difficult am... sentence to try to tell people <laughs> yeah. that are uninitiated about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, after that, I've got to do everything to not get another tattoo of a friend on my body. And luckily for me, Jim could not stop eating and that's, was By unable. the way, that's he's writing an autobiography. I don't know if you guys know this. And it's called, I'm Jim, I Can't Stop Eating. Yeah. Yeah. So. The Hate Air Boy story. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> also, I'm Jim, I Can't Stop Nutting in Women. <laughs> when I bang women, I nut in them. The Jim Jester story. I'm incapable of uh, wrapping latex around my schwanz. He's the only person with a vasectomy still getting people pregnant. Lambskin, <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's the name of that's the name of Sweet Daddy James's autobiography. I'm looking forward to it. It's coming out in paperback real soon. I got new paper. Um, but Ant Man, this is a big win for you. Yeah, huge. I say one of your biggest in the history of the show. So mm -hmm. I want to say for, for well, I think you defeating she gon' die in the Rodcast <laughs> yeah. uh, Athletic. Uh, competition we had yeah but that was back before your former uh moniker of hips to my loot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember that that's a, yeah, yeah that's a good one it was a good one <laughs> hips to my loot was a great one it was good <laughs> i tried to put on that broadcast athletic shirt and it does not fit and well, it was, was giant when i yeah, got yeah. it <laughs> i think it was only a 3x which of course we refer to as an ant-man medium yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh smoky mountain joe von curse the freak joe sandwich is in the building as well hello joe hello you are buckied out my friend i am all right. Dixer, Dixer is a big fan of Bucky's as well. Well, who isn't, yeah. for the love of God? It's the greatest place on earth, and uh, it's going to be great when the next time Jester goes. To, well, let's be honest. He's never going to go no. to Bucky's ever again. No. <laughs> like he's going to go into a casket before he goes into a Bucky's again. <laughs> Might be going to a casket real soon. I hope so. Everybody, everybody cross your fingers. By the way, Monk, I'm going to need you to learn to run the board. Yeah. Um, Money Monk from Money Monk's Fishing Charters is here as well. Hello, Monk Man. How you doing? Tell you what, I'm... Uh, I've been better, but uh, we'll we'll get to my troubles in just a little bit. It's all about Jimmy tonight, and uh, we're all very excited. Now, who here has seen the tattoo artwork? I have. You have. You're the only one. Kevin Smith has. Joe, have you seen it? I have not. Money Monk? I would love to see it, but I have not. Would you rather hold... I'm going to hold off, and I want to see it on the canvas that is Jim's zit-riddled back. Because <laughs> um, Jim and Joe have the same problem where they get weird blemishes and then they pick them until they bleed and they turn into scars mm -hmm. and then they lie to us. <laughs> so that's that's exciting to me. And I'm wondering if Dixer is going to like incorporate them into it. So like maybe he'll do like a connect the dots thing so that all the moles and zits like actually form a constellation like up above Robin Hood. You know what I mean? Like it'll be like Orion's belt, you know? If it was Jester's belt, it would wrap all the way around his body. Three yeah. times. <laughs> Jim, stay away from that microphone. I have lots of things to say. I mean, he could do the entire universe of, of all the different constellations on Jim's back. Well, you're getting with real all the fast moles. and loose, aren't you? <laughs> you can tell somebody's up here with no fear of ramification. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. So, Monk, none of us. So, Ant Man is the only one that's seen the artwork. Ant Man, what is the. Uh, okay, so let's go over it again. Mm -hmm. It's me as Alan Adele. Yep. It's you as uh, Little John. Yep. It's the tuber is Robin Hood. Yep. Who's the fourth? Yeah, uh, Money Monk. Yes. Oh, uh, Money Monk made it? Yeah, yeah Money Monk made Prince it John. as Prince John. And who's the fifth? Um, Tor. The There's the five sheriff of characters. Nottingham. Yeah. Now, is Dixer Senior hernia, Jim? <laughs> 
Oh God! Don't show him. No, oh. no, don't look. Hey, can you turn that into something better? Like, can you make that into? Maybe he can turn that into Krang, where that's like the brain and the stomach, and then he puts the body on the other side of it. Can we get Krang on his fucking belly button? Maybe like one of the alien ch- t- uh, tattoos, where it's the alien ripping out of his gut. And- All right, Joe, take your shirt off. I mean, uh, Jim, take your shirt off. For God's sake, the rest of the show will be done with I your can, shirt off. I can take you. my shirt off. All right, Joe, nervous? take your shirt off. All right, too, please. Thank you. But there are not a lot of women up here, so um, we wow, can see maybe. who has the most dots on them. Tell you what, I'm gonna, yeah, look, I'm gonna look this way. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna walk this way. Now this is fantastic. Somehow Joe is one-upping Jester in his moments of glory. <laughs> All right, looks like we're getting ready to prime. Uh, what, oh, how, uh, what is the what is the? Uh, ne- it's not a needle, right? What are we tattooing with today? A needle. A needle. Is it yeah. a needle? Yeah. Um, what is the start time for the tattoo? Do we have an ETA? He's still working. Looks like he's just about ready. Yeah, he's about to start. Ten minutes. minutes. All right. In ten minutes, the tattoo will start. We've been told it's going to take two hours. I don't know if we're going to be here the whole time for Mm -hmm. it. But we wanted to be broadcasting as the bet was paid off. Now, as we can all see, Jim Jester has lost an enormous amount of weight. He has? I don't know. Just be making a joke. Yeah. (laughs) But he's here, and he's looking slim and slender. And by the end of this show, people are going to be thinking, holy shit, there's Conor McGregor. Um, if that's slim and slender, then I need to eat more because I'm anorexic. All right, hey man, take your shirt off. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, if you'll be launching into all those diets, right? Yeah. Um, you saw the artwork, correct? Mm-hmm. How, uh, how excited were you when you saw it? I, I was so happy. And when he first showed and he goes, is this the right size? I go, nope, make it bigger. And so he made it bigger. I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. That's because that's what everyone did with you when yeah. it was your time to get the hot tuna yeah. uh, so, tattoo um, on you. It's it's gonna be like a portrait. Um, it, How big? It's, it's no no no. Remember we're we're recording, so you need to so say something. It's about eight inches <laughs> wide. Hold his hands. It's about know, this big. It's probably like eight <laughs> inches. Yay big! About eight inches across and six inches tall. Hmm. Maybe a little bit bigger. How, how do I look on the on the artwork? It's it's a portrait. It is a portrait of all Pretty of accurate. us with the with the character uh, the cartoon. Uh, Garbs. Were you uh, were you searching for the word caricature? Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Can't get that out though. Yeah, I understand. Um, I'm not a broadcaster. I, well, I mean, <laughs> you've been fucking. Good. By the way, I invited Dick to be on the show, and he's. I mean, he is. He is as weird. <laughs> I know. And he keeps saying, "I'm getting back to normal, and I've worked it all out. I've been to therapy, and my feet work." And I'm like, "Okay, dude, look, I can't wait for that to happen because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you can't be farther away from them." Like, he is a squirrel. I mean. He's the squirreliest motherfucker. <laughs> Dick, I invited you. I mean, he's, back, he's back there squirreling it up. I sent a text specifically to, to four people. Mm-hmm. One of them is too scared to text me back and then actually ca- told me on the phone, I'm too scared to text you back. Yeah, you want to guess? Oh, Monko yeah. just ruined that. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Good job, Joe. <laughs> what are you worried about? I don't understand that I'm going to send the well, Sunny Corleone yeah, No, no, I wasn't scared. I, I, I just know you get really uh, upset, you know, sometimes when, when somebody, you're really looking forward to something and somebody gives you no, you know. No, no. I, I don't want to do that to you. No. I, but I, you're here. I, also, I thought it would be Yeah, fun. I ended up coming. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. He came. He ended up showing up. So what the fuck? I offered because I thought it'd be fun for you. Oh, it is fun. I, I thought yeah, you guys yeah. would enjoy being a part of this because it's a celebration of Jester failing. No, yeah. it, it's definitely... <laughs> I'm, so it's definitely I'm looking forward to a good time. Dick, I just had to move some things around. Where are your headphones? Uh, I think Ant-Man's wearing them. What is going one? on with you? Why are you being so squirrely tonight? There, there I thought should I was be being headphones, normal. right? 
fucking I would drive up and he's behind a car underneath a tree and his his hair is blending in with the tree because you know like, all the trees have those yellow things hanging off of them now yeah. and they're like the helicopters they on, yeah they end up yeah. on your car uh, that's what go. that's what Dick's head looks like yeah what were you squirreling around out in the, the parking garage oh I was just trying to be discreet. You know, with the bright blue shirt, <laughs> yellow glasses, and yellow hair. You've got a fucking traffic cone on top of your head. There's yeah. nothing discreet. It also looked like it was Key Bump Central. I don't want to put that out there, but it just it seemed like that could potentially be the case. Man, I'll tell you what. All these donations are really amazing that are coming in right now. It's just been absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. It's, it's, we're going for a two-show two streak with Zero Stingy with De Niro. It's all right. No big deal. That's why we're gonna, this is the last show. Put it up on Monday. <laughs> got a lot of problems. I got a lot of problems. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to some of the problems. Hey, um, why is your shirt still on? Yeah. yeah hey, take man. it off. Take your shirt off. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Come on. I don't understand. When did you become modest? Hey, what is this? There's uh, a thousand I, photos of you naked on the internet. I I've know. I've seen every inch of his body. Every yeah. inch of his body. <laughs> well, that's... You were lying on your back in the back of the studio. <laughs> looking at an ingrown hair. Trying to, oh, we got to oh, talk man. about that at some point. I'm going to fucking the, show you it. it do, you is. Ever, do you ever get tired of lying? Like, Don't you yeah. think that telling I'm the gonna truth would be more I'm going to show it to Monk now because it is opened up. It has not. It's the it's most not, miraculous recovery since bullshit. he had since he blew his back out three years ago and was fine. And then right he was now. doing jumping jacks and fucking shonies when they brought around the fucking uh, the, the French toast sticks for That's him right. to dip in the goddamn syrup. Now, Dick, you know a Brian recluse spider, right? Yes. If you get bit by a brown recluse spider, does it look exactly like a moderately enraged zit? No. No, 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 it does not. Because that's what Ant-Man showed us all on yeah. Tuesday night and then screamed and yelled and cursed us out <laughs> saying that we're all liars. I mean, yeah. Also, he told me the exact same story and there was no hint of like lie whatsoever. He said he was on his way to the doctor because I called him. Well, he told Monkey he was on, on his way, way to Maryland because that's the go-to lie. Oh, yeah, that's going to Rockville. Yeah, Rockville. He said, sorry, yeah. it was the same thing. But I'm like... And then he goes back, and I heard the story on the show, and I was like, that doesn't make sense, because he didn't seem, like, shady at all. It was the most clairvoyant sentence he had ever said to me. So. Later on that night, he told me he actually did go to Rockville. I went to Rockville. <laughs> None of this is true. I went to Rockville. I want you to know. It's not true. And the only thing I know he went to was lunch. That's the only thing I can absolutely <laughs> oh tell you that he <laughs> but did. But not with us. But not with us. Yeah, yeah. We were going to pay for his lunch. <laughs> you know what? Ant-Man's like an early version of, like, a bad AI. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, he's responding to you, but you're like, that doesn't doesn't make sense to the it question. Sense. Like, AI, write me a yeah. song that Bob Seger would write about <laughs> yeah. a river. River flow wide, up, down, left. <laughs> You're not Peach. even spelling the words right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, looks like we're about to start tattooing, by oh. the way. Very, very excited. Oh, yeah. That's a giant I mean, canvas. Jim is... <laughs> do you think... Oh man, that's you got a lot of space to work with back, there, Dixer. Yeah. I mean, very excited. <laughs> Usually, he probably bad. doesn't get to work with this much space. <laughs> he's got to be have to be like Michelangelo with the Sistine Chapel ceiling. You know what I mean? Sitting it's up like there it's, for, that's yeah. got to be the first big dog tattoo he's seen, right? Because oh, nobody else has we gotten should, a yeah, fucking right. tattoo like that. He should John Madden that big dog tattoo for us and tell us everything that's wrong with it. That would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> I would love to hear it. Jim, you want him to cover up the big dog tattoo? No. Who's the <laughs> Jim? Who's the big dog again? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I don't think Ant-Man's being modest, by the way. I think what that the mean? stars have aligned and he is nervous as hell. Because does that challenge still exist where Jester throws down the scale? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so there's like a tattoo artist here tonight. Like Ant-Man's oh, just like, too scared if to like... Jester <laughs> had the sack yeah. to fast for like the past 24 hours mm -hmm. and then just as soon as he was done, jump on the scale and challenge Ant-Man. That would so be amazing. Because he's already had about three beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to do is piss, though. I'll be right rid of him. I, I don't know if that's the way it works. 
I don't think so. You write rid of him. Right rid of him. You look like Michael. God Rappaport. damn it! I was hoping that nobody caught that. Right of him. Dick, have you seen the tattoo yet? Uh, the I have not. I have not. Getting excited reviews. Everybody's very excited about it. Yeah, I want to see it. Um, I politicked. What do you guys think about this? I, I thought that I know penis doesn't show up a lot. Yeah, but. The character Sir Piss Fishline, uh-huh. um, is, or Sir His Fishline, yeah. is the best character I think out of all the Robin Hood characters. Yeah. 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 I think he should be incorporated at some point. If it's not tonight, that's fine. But with a snake, you can do the bit where it like wraps around, and he's got the balloon on his head when he's flying around mm-hmm. the fucking. I wanted the yeah. drunk one. Yeah, we get yeah. stuck in the yeah. barrel. Yeah. Bubbles. Come here. Come here. There's no more character that more resembles its real life counterpart. That's a great point. So, you look I just mean, like Sir Hiss. <laughs> and I behave just like, you know what I mean? PJ, a stalk is really Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood, you say. Robin. The problem is, is when Dick Friendly punches out, he'll still be immortalized on Jester's fucking back, which yeah. is really tough. True. But also, when you can't find me, I'm usually drowning in a bottle of liquor. So that's a great okay. point. You know? We'll actually just have to say, oh, I miss Dick. Jester, take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is going to be when Jimmy's down on the beach and when Ant-Man is taking pictures of his butt crack as he's trying to get up the goddamn dune, we'll also that. see the tattoo. Oh, yeah, that's right. it'll, be, it'll be glorious. You guys know what they say about the big dog? Big dog. <laughs> Gotta eat. Gotta eat. Well, well, why'd you ruin that? <laughs> because that's what people do. People that's are stealing my bit. <laughs> well, Still we've been hanging joke. around you so much, Joe. We can't stop. We can't stop ruining shit. <laughs> oh, I think the is the is the stencil on. What's it called? Ooh, it is. Is it? Damn hey, man, don't look. Oh, you've already seen it. Yeah. Hey man, go snap a pic real quick. Ask him if he's cool. You, if you know, snap a pic. I admire him for for Who's following him? through the gym. Well, I mean, I would have been in Arizona if I were I know, in his but, shoes but, and welched hard on this Mom, one. I would have been gone. That's why it's shitty. You're Raquel Welch. That's why yeah, it's yeah. I, I would have been peace. You have, right. a great, yeah. you, guys later. you have a grape juice named after you. And <laughs> the reason why Anthony and Jim are better men than you is that they will pay off their bets. Yeah, I got to give it to him. Gosh. Well, I mean, Monk wouldn't put a magnet on his truck. I know. Yeah. I know. Jim is getting all of us tattooed on his back. I think Monk offered you thousands of dollars to just not put a magnet on I his back. I said, Monk, I can't. I'm not, I'm not a, f- a fucking turncoat. <laughs> you got to stop is... making bets with people that won't pay off their end. Of I agree. It. I agree. Well, there's only one of them that I do that with. <laughs> no, no, no. Bruce was. Remember Bruce? I don't know. Bruce is supposed to be a Washington Commanders fan 10 years later. Oh, right? yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. He welched on that bet, too. Yeah. What are you looking at there, Ant Man? This is the greatest thing on earth. All right, I got to see I want to see it. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> want to see you, don't, you, you don't want to just see the drawing. Show Monk. You can show Monk. You want to see it, Monk? Yeah. Go over there. Don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it either. God, Monk is no discipline at all. No, no he doesn't. <laughs> None. How good is, how, how does it look? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fucking amazing. Oh, my. All right, so Corey Reed wow. is here. Uh, oh. Orgy Beard is here. Who else is here? Kevin Smith. I didn't see who's there. Anybody else in the back there? Is that it? just the three of us? Boy, that's a throng thro- thro- of audience members mm. here to support Jim. Dude, you had a year to lose 100 pounds, and you were already fucking down 40, and you fucked it Can up. Can you imagine if he just would have if he just would have started a month before? I mean, yeah. He could have fucked around for six months, turned it on in the last six months, and then you would be sitting up there like a jerk yeah. getting another tattoo. He yeah. could have just kept dieting for six months, oh, lost stop. 120 now, now pounds, and then about? ate like a maniac for the last six months and still beat I guess you're J.R. Tolkien right now because you're just writing fiction <laughs> yeah. right in front of him. <laughs> No chance that would take place. Because if he had done the whole year, he probably could have just cut like a hundred calories a day, and he would have made a difference. You That's a really I mean? great like, point. Yeah. He would have taken. He could have drank one less cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Fed all his kids. Fucking McDoubles. All all the hits. Exactly. All the hits that he likes. The black mold. All the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spending six months at the hospital. It's all of his favorite things to do. 
<laughs> Here's the thing about Jim, too, is that one of the reasons why I don't think this stings as much for him is it's going to be his best tattoo. Oh, yeah. by far. It's a like, free tattoo. Far. Yeah. You know, like that's. And you know, it's, it's not going to have I mean. Big Dog or Jester in the tattoo anywhere, so it's going to be great. We got to. This is something we have to spend a little bit of time on. Mm-hmm. Jester has a tattoo that says "Big Dog," and there's there's a big black tumor underneath it because there's yeah. nothing it just distinguishable looks like a about glob. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. I well, think it's Vermont, but just filled completely in. It's the outline of the state of Vermont filled completely <laughs> in, and then it says "Big Dog" above it because Jester is the big dog. Yeah. I think it might have been a, a dog before the thousand cheeseburgers. And then I'm gonna have to take your word for that. Mm. Now it's just a melanoma. Yeah. <laughs> on the other side, he's got the Jester <laughs> yeah. from. What was it? A malt liquor? The graphics bongs. From the graphics bongs. Yeah. <laughs> what is I don't even know what that is. It, it was a, a bong a, company. Like a, yeah, a pot smoking company. And they had like Why do you guys this, keep saying graphics bongs? Because that, that was the brand. The company. It was, it's, it's not called Jester gra- bongs? No, it's called graphics. I think Jester might have been the model, the model of bong or whatever. You're both talking at the same time. You yeah. have to stop doing that. You were, you were in headphones, so you know, and each other are talking. So it's a, it's a bong logo yes from a defunct bong company yes yeah long probably. defunct and i think they were acrylic too they weren't even fancy <laughs> but because his yeah. name is jester yeah so it's think about how selfish those two mm-hmm. tattoos are yeah it's a nickname and a last name yeah. and now he's doing the most selfless thing he possibly can yeah which is get all of us tattooed on him yeah now what? joe i know you were really upset yes i'm still upset you got aced out of this tattoo yeah. Wow. How are you feeling about that? Because we're all really excited. We're about to be immortalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm supremely jealous. I, I and upset. I, I can't believe Jester is doing this to me. He's actually the only You're one being gonna left be, off of it. Yeah. If I get out of it. But on. he's gonna be Ursula by himself. Well, Tor got left off, right? No, Tor's no, on, on there. Tor's on there. Yeah. Tor doesn't deserve to be on there. I no. agree. But Joe doesn't either. He's yes, Ur- You're Ursula. You're gonna be say, your own tattoo. Joe shows up. More does. the tour does at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. I wish that was in reverse. I'm the one that donates so that he gets paid. Who? Justin. Oh, yeah, that was the other night. Uh, yeah. No, I've done it before as How, well. Really? How do you recall. afford that, though? You didn't get a raise. That's very true. By the I've way, those Joe, promotions before. They're I, not promotions. I need Joe to donate tonight, too, so Justin <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not doing it now. He oh. didn't have my face on his on his back. But wait a minute. My face will be on his back, so yeah. you should donate because of that. Yeah. No. Yeah, you'd like to see that. No. You're, I want my face on his back. You're so Ursula. You're going to be on his back in six months. No, I'm going to be on your back. No, you're going to lose that. Thigh, 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 thigh. If, if, he, if, it, if they get it, it's on the... On the thigh. Which thigh do you oh, have it on? Though? I have it on my right thigh already, so it'd be on the left, yeah. So, can you fucking... Mm, okay. As much as I would love to see a giant Ursula tattoo with Joe's big dumb face on it on Jester's <laughs> back, like that would make me really happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Ant-Man's knees are devoted <laughs> to both of his friends being aquatic life... <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I would kill myself I know, but that. What, like, <laughs> that would be the end of all hope. I would walk laid. right out <laughs> and fucking go right into the city and dunk. I kill myself. Uh, you, uh, by the way, he just dropped donk, donk myself. I, 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 I call it myself, <laughs> goddammit. He didn't really because it came out of your mouth and we all, all heard it. Now, here's the thing Joe hasn't learned yet that Monk learned is that everything has a price. So, Joe, you just need to ask how much you'd have to donate to get added back. Well, on. hold on. First, he's got to pay for it to go on because I'm, oh, I'm, true, I'm yeah. paying for this tattoo. Yeah, I want yeah. everybody to understand this is not gratis. This is You pay yeah. an artist for their work. So before everybody yeah. gets all <laughs> high and mighty about adding fucking work to it, yeah. holy shit. That's, that's true. Well, yeah, point. but what's the cost? I mean, everything's a negotiation. Well, Tor didn't have worth to pay to, to get on his back. Well, that's well, true. Well, to, he is some, the producer. Some would say Tor paid by... Everything that happened on Friday night during the Hootenanny. Yeah, he had to take his shirt off with his indented nipples, and then had to yeah. read the short story, and then everybody went crazy, all that stuff. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I never noticed the indented nipples until the other night. <laughs> I mean, it's you can actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you at least two years. They're like yeah. ramekins of ranch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had like carrot sticks and things like that, you could dip them. You could hold a lot of liquid. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things that I wish you had not pointed out because you just can never not look at them. Now. There's uh, uh, Tuber's got indented nipples. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, whatever reason, my listeners are heavy in the indented nipple game. <laughs> Fortunately for him, though, you just can't get past the nose. So I just never noticed. With the them. tube? I'm just like, what? Yeah. Is- well, now that he's got the bizarre facial hair like I, it, oh, to me I, it takes focus away from the freckle nose yeah, yeah. also I think he really took that seriously so I, I tried oh. to stay away from it <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh not sure if I missed it but don't forget to plug the new FFS shirts let me do that right now if you missed out on the first run I've received lots of emails about this we have blockbuster video they're blue and yellow <laughs> instead of being black and white uh, go to chaddukesshow.com click the store tab uh, bustles put those up there's only 100 of them if you are if you missed out on the first run I see a lot of people up here wearing them they, they, they enjoy them um, not tonight of course but uh, usually um, if you want one they are available and I, I forgot to plug that so thank you to Bustees for reminding me to do that as well during the tattoo portion of the show okay so <laughs> Oh, this, I hear the buzzing, the yeah, silent it's, buzz. It's not the. Uh, you know it's not I mean? as loud as. It's the like we've evolved. Ones, yeah. We've evolved as a humans, and now that there's not that, that, that glorious torture device. Yeah. yeah. Do you have here. a rusty one that's a little more malicious? Oh, yeah. why? Just dig real hard in there. Again, just want to make sure everyone's clear. This man was not allowed to put a magnet on his truck. Yeah. Right? When he's saying all these things. Yeah. 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 That's true. Also, why deprive him of the one op- uh, the one tattoo that's not going to be using a rusty needle? Yeah, you think those are jailhouse tats for Jimmy? I mean, Mad Dog was definitely done with staples and big ink. Dog. And uh, yeah, big, big Dog was staples. definitely a couple of staples Mad and dog. some fucking inks. I hate that name. <laughs> yeah, got some dude it up. Gotta suck an egg trash. I got what he says there. I believe. I believe we are. We are, we have ignition. We have the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. If the big dog looks I like did. any dog from this angle, it looks very much like a Scottish Terrier. You think so? <laughs> oh, I did yeah. see that. Well, just the outline. Yeah. It's like in, yeah. medium dog. The inside looks like the vast reaches of space. <laughs> I see what I think are ears, and then like three inches lower, there might be some eyeballs. Yeah. Like I, you talking it, about Jim? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no way. Oh, he's done? Holy oh, shit, he's done. Turn around. Jim, don't turn don't around. Don't turn around. Because you're going to see my heart breaking. <laughs> don't turn around. I don't want you seeing me crying. <laughs> Dixon, do you, do you, will you be on mic? You mind being on mic? No. Come on up here real quick. Take Monk, Monk's, Monk's Monk ain't going to say shit. Come on up here. How much to take all of these off? It's already <laughs> done? That is fucking that is amazing. Yeah. Corey, how's it look? I can't fucking wait to see it. Dude, Orgy right Beer looks like Vince There's McMahon like right when here. the bodybuilder came out. <laughs> Orgy Beer, look at him. Does he really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody goes, wow. Yeah. Uh, Dixer World Class Custom Tattooing. Yes. Go to DixerTattoo.com. Of course, Main Street, Fairfax, Virginia, 703-483-1993. Right up on the mic, brother man, brother man. First of all, thank you so much for coming up here, dude. Right, get it right up this on close, that mic. Like this close. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. See, unfortunately, you got to really... You almost yeah. got to kiss it. You almost got to make <laughs> out. Just be, happy. <laughs> Just be happy it's not one of these too much. Yeah, the guy that's not here is not diseased. We can't say that about everybody else in here. Hey, God damn it. How is, uh, how is Jester as a subject compared to other people you've worked on? Well, first of all, thanks for having me over. I really yeah, appreciate man. the experience. Can't believe you're right across the street. Like this. this is pretty much what we do all the time at the studio anyways. <laughs> dude, they got, yeah. they got the coolest setup. It's great. I walked in there and I thought, I was like, what is it? 
man, this is like a cheers. fucking spa or something. Cheers, like, this man. is amazing. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Been able to do it in this Get a tattoo, wander right on downstairs and get hammered blackout and fucking eat some sliders. <laughs> and then come back up. Yeah, <laughs> come back <laughs> up. I've made that trip with John several times. No, he saw Will. He saw Will. Really? Yeah. How would you rate uh, his physique? <laughs> the perfect 10. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. We're on an upside down oh, scale here. Right. Well, yeah. 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 If Ted was standing next to Jim, it would be a 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how weird is the tattoo as far as other stuff you've done? I don't even know what's weird anymore, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I, I, I've done some crazy stuff. I don't really know what's weird. Does anyone else <laughs> put their friends' heads? On Disney characters and then tattoo them on their friends. Hmm. <laughs> is, that, is that rare at least? Uh, I mean, this will be probably probably one of the few times that I've done stuff like this. Okay, I've done similar things with like other characters, like Star Wars, or you know. You ever turn people down and say it's too fucking weird? No, never. No. <laughs> Almost did here. Yeah. 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 Almost. This was the this only one. one. <laughs> All right, now, what do you think of the no, big, no, what no, do you no, think no. of the big dog tattoo on yeah. his uh, right arm? I couldn't arm, see yeah. it. What, you know, is that some it? nice work right there? That's pretty cla- It's good. Can right? you tell what us? Is, that? <laughs> is the dog facing us or is it I facing it was away? A or something? No, I no. think it's a, a labradoodle. Yeah. It reminds me of the remember the the movie Fly. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That one. I'm not looking. Jesse just tried to ruin the whole thing for you, by the way. All right, oh, Jimmy. Um, so it's the state of what? Uh, is Vermont, right? Yes, yeah, the state of yeah. Vermont. Because it's the Vermont Big Dogs. That's yeah. where Jimmy went to community yeah. college. And then he's got the awesome. sweet, he's got the Swisher Sweet logo on his other arm there. Oh, um, Jim Daddy, what is the best way for us to reveal your tattoo to the audience? You want to go over there to your mic? All right, just but do like a crab walk over yeah. so we don't see it. You sure just don't want to turn and face Chad when he's not. He's yeah, trying to do it. Here's what you do, Jim. You gotta go over here and go crab, crab, crab. Yeah. And there you go. All right, so he's doing, he's doing the crab walk. Put yourself on camera though. The weird thing is that's the way Jim just walks. Yeah, usually. It is. I've, I've, that's how I see him move all the time. Yeah. One time Jim got pepper spray because he walked that way past the middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, boys! <laughs> All right, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Mommy Kimberly Milio says, I'm being tased! <laughs> Better text her first. Oh, boy, Jim, you look like you were uh, feeling it there for a second. How you feel now? Yeah, the end of it got a little rough. Well, mm. they got to fill in the... They start filling the color in. Right. Like, yeah, I don't enjoy getting tattoos. <laughs> a lot of people like it, right? A lot of people say they like it. Do you like it? Some people talk about it as if it's like um, oh, some type of sexual thing. I agree. Oh, well, at that point, I just people. have to stop and charge extra for that. <laughs> 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 Make sure all the licenses yeah. are updated. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, uh, Excuse me, lady. That's going to be extra. <laughs> D-I-X-E-R, I see what you're way. doing with your yeah. leg there. You I'm can't trying, do that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying, to, trying to plug. Dixertattoo.com. D-I-X-E-R. All right, Jim. Now, what is the best way to do this? Are you gonna? I can just do a dramatic turn here in my chair, and we can move the microphone out of the well, way. Well, the chair is gonna kind of be in the way if yeah. you do that. So also, I, you can't spit on that thing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could try it. Okay. All right, hold on, hold on. I got the timpani here. Oh. Let me hit the timpani. Wait. All right. So this is to pay off the fact that you did not lose a hundred pounds in a year. Blocked by your name. Yeah, your name. Take your name off. Or slide your mic to the other side. Tattoo Daddy James is his new name. On. Oh, oh, that's yeah. me. I know you love me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I look really good tonight. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. All right, hold on. Let me hit the Timothy oh, again. No. No. And move the microphone. Move, yeah, the, move mic. the microphone. Yeah, yeah, move the mic. The other way. Or, or way over there. You're just yeah. a sexy piece of meat tonight, brother. <laughs> a sexy boy. All right, turn around. Let me 
Look at all those bug bites. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was so great. Lean back a little bit. Like, there you go. Perfect. That is, oh that is the greatest God. thing ever. Dude, that's How that's are you going to go the rest of your life with that on you? <laughs> Get out of my Look fucking at Ant-Man's face. <laughs> oh, my God. Ant-Man's face. Ant-Man is so... That's actually perfect. That... This like is it, glorious. <laughs> Dude, that's spectacular. Come over here. I, I got to look at it closer. I've never looked better. Wow. There's <laughs> that's way more. I got to say. There's way more detail than I thought there was. That is. Dude, well done, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Especially to do that in this environment. I have a little rooster head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is fucking funny. Dude, this is the greatest thing ever. I so it might well be done. the best moment of my yeah. life. I've oh never, I've never been so honored. What's it feel like? It feels amazing, uh, Joe. It's just like yeah. if someone would have tattooed my <laughs> face on Ryan Reynolds, I'd feel oh, the exact yeah. same way. Now I know how you guys felt when I was sitting back there getting tattooed with oh, Ted's fucking face. That might on be me. better than that might be better than Ted's fucking face. It's way better. It's way better because we're all on there. We can all share in the moment. We're not Last time on it was there. just Ted's. We're, we're not on all on there. No, no, Joe, we're all on there. All of us, Joe, we're all on there. I'm not on there. I'll be on there soon. Don't worry. Everybody that matters. Hit the fucking hit the mouse, please. You make me butt nervous. Oh shit. As soon as Jimmy's he sat down in the cockpit, yeah. holy shit! He just bumped into the table. The mouse went everywhere. All right, Jim, get your microphone over there. How do you uh, have you? You've seen it, right? Uh, yeah, I just saw the, uh, uh, yeah. the reflection in the TV. I am the Frito Bandito. Um, <laughs> it's I gotta say, man. Like I know this sounds weird, but I don't think it's gonna cause you any shame at all no. because it just it's funny, but it also it looks good. And I think you could come up with some bullshit. Like, I was in uh, Vietnam. A band. Yeah, I yeah. saved all these guys' <laughs> lives. Yeah. Yeah. I tried out for Robin Hood. Yeah, we opened for you, we opened for you too, in Nottingham. That's yeah. why we got this done. Yeah. <laughs> Just come up with some bullshit. Like, all those, like... All those bug bites that you pick into scabs all over your body. Yeah. You just say, I got shot with a shotgun yeah. saving a woman that was pregnant, you know? We put rock salt in their shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Someone had me with a tub of rock salt like Michael Madsen in fucking uh, Kill Bill 2. I just got tattooed. Stop being dick. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. I mean, the, big, there's nothing, the biggest problem with the tattoo is that it highlights how bad the other ones are. Yeah, that's oh, another, yeah. It's a spectacular <laughs> tattoo. Another issue, though, is, Dexter, do you think maybe we could turn all of the scabs and moles into the night sky? Yeah. Oh, Like with, like, an O'Brien. It's O'Brien mm. one? Yeah, sure. yeah. We, O'Brien. Yeah. O'Brien. 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 Uh, Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can definitely do that. There's a, you know, I think your phone has an app for that. You just... Oh, yeah. 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 shining at him. There. Yeah. <laughs> right there is the fucking <laughs> Ryan's belt. What yeah. an amazing payoff. Just a perfect <laughs> payoff. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. I'm not going to lie. The idea of getting the moles and the scars and all the other just terribleness I've done to my skin over the years into kind of like the solar system, it's a bit intriguing, slightly hurtful, but a bit intriguing. And now I have this lifetime mark on me with everybody's face. Well, except for Joe, as you heard. Tuesday, Dukes had Gigantor come back in town after his West Coast trip. They discuss my tattooing and how Tor was not a big fan of being a part of the tattoo. They discussed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and how it had just an underwhelming debut, which I'll be checking out this weekend at the box office. But what I grabbed for you from our Tuesday show, they're wrapping up kind of the uh, talk of my tattoo. It, uh, it dives right into my terrible skin. 
Dukes has an interesting new bonus show idea. We'll see how Tor feels about it. And there's a new song. A new song that I was not allowed to listen to. I just I just knew it was trouble. Everybody, the Chad Duke Show Spotify page has updated playlists for your listening pleasure, including songs handpicked for our Tennessee road trip and 90s country playlists. Just follow the Chad Duke Show on Spotify, and you'll see all of the show's favorite tunes. Can I ask you about that um, that angry little blemish to the upper right of the tattoo? On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about that thing? A 10 out of 10. <laughs> but if I was Jester, I wouldn't go to a doctor. Just let it just time run out? There's no... what. You're just going to go there, and you're going to hear a dozen things you don't want to hear. Yeah, I mean, then, at least. Then the follow-up, it's going to be, oh, here's two dozen more. Sure. Um, Can you imagine if they really got a hold of him, and they got to, <laughs> and they really got their meat hooks into him? <laughs> like, they're doing bone marrow scans and fucking blood tests and saliva and cum and shit. Like, Where do you think you're going, yeah, Get the fuck back. <laughs> Lay down on this bed. We're going to strap you to it. <laughs> you're going in that MRI tube for three months. It's... Uh... <laughs> They don't. By the way, we don't have an MRI too. We can fit this motherfucker in. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There is a. I, I I tried to act. I tried to help Jester out and crop that thing out, but unfortunately, I, then I would have cropped a little bit of your character mm-hmm. out of the tattoo, so I couldn't do it. So, uh, for those people that haven't seen the picture, big angry. Somehow a zit and a blackhead. Very difficult to do. Very difficult to do there. Hi, drink more water, Jimmy. Drink more water. How about just water? That's a good, great point. When's right. the last time you think Jim had a glass of water? Oof. I remember we first started this show watching you go in the back and fill up a water bottle and force Anthony to drink down a bottle of water before you let him leave here. You said he was having three Frosties today, <laughs> which... You tried to put him on the pitch count. You tried to do some good by him. You should have a pitch count still. Um, I completely agree. I mean, your skin is better if you're hydrated. That's kind of simple human math. I haven't seen anyone with uh, this many blemishes on their... Uh, like they're back at this age. Like that's kind of something you go through when you're in your formative years and you're not showering as much. Maybe you're playing a sport, you know, something like that. This is a uh, next level of back knee, which of course leads me to my next uh, hoot nanny that I want to do. And I'm, I'm giving the big pitch to tour because I want him to be our Dr. Pimple Popper. But I want to lay Jimmy out on like a, a massage table here in the studio uh, on his belly. And then I want to have Tor come through like the, the attractive Asian lady and pop all of the fucking pimples and dig out the blackheads and lance everything because I think that we would do gangbusters on Facebook if we put on a show like that. Um, and I pitched the idea today to young Gigantor, and much to my surprise, I was thoroughly rebuffed. That, um, let me catch myself right now because okay. you're using some uh, broadcasting language, which is rather <laughs> descriptive. I'd say you're not just telling broadcasting you, language. You're going the, you know what, that broadcaster, you know how to paint the picture Thank of, you. of what would be going down. Uh, but with that come details, and I'm going to move this picture of Jim Jester's back off of my computer. Because now you're focusing on what I was just referring to. Before I make myself divots. sick. Yeah. 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 Um, imagine. Because there's that little tool. I don't, do you watch those videos? You keep saying imagine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm trying. Wait, but I'm yeah. trying to go as far away from that place as I can. Have you right seen now. any of the videos of which I am referring yeah, uh, I blocked a listener for sending me a video. Right. Yeah, well, they're not your thing, but they're my thing. Um, there's a little metal loop, mm-hmm. and the they use it where they put it down into what a fairly innocuous, tiny little black dot, and they push down, and <laughs> the thing pops out like a snake, and then the little black kid is on the tip of it. Jester's got conservatively 
700 of those just in this one quadrant of his back. So, Tor, you look a little peakish there, brother. I'm not. Uh, you, you, we're doing fine. Tor could. I mean, conceivably, we could spend the first. I'm thinking a four episode fucking sweeping epic where we we divide his back up into quadrants and then you go upper left upper right lower left lower right and we do a four-part miniseries and then maybe potentially release them on a four-part cd after we do the hootenanny all of which i would help you get a piece of by the way since you would be the star in the focus I, I, you I, and jim you see i appreciate that that's very generous I, I i'm gonna have to submit a humble no you'd be doctor pimple popper i don't want to pop jimmy jester's pimples <laughs> My hands are clamming up. He needs not, it, though, man. I'm not doing... I'm unwell right it, now. By the way, he's in another weight loss competition. Imagine he probably would lose two or three pounds just from whatever you were going to fucking do. Well, I don't want to... You got to... All right, I'll stop. I don't want to push you over the edge. I just think the audience would really be in favor of this. I mean, I've got my finger on the pulse. Um, But you think that probably... I mean, it's just a foregone conclusion that's uh, cancer, the upper right-hand side there. It's, if it's not there, it's on one of the others. I did like that you had to take your, your head out of your hands to respond to that question. Uh, real quick, let me get a couple of plugs out, Tor. Um, of course, we have some guys that need some plugs in, if you know what I mean. But uh, we're not going to talk about that now. A couple of things. I can promote the brand new Fortress Film Society blockbuster video uh, colored shirt. I said I had problems with that on the last episode, but I think we're cool now. Uh, available right now on the uh, the Horde store, as, as Joe would say. On uh, ChadDukeShow.com, click the shop tab. Uh, you can pick that up. Also um, available now, all the 50th anniversary stuff is up. Pickle size hail, beef jerky, the pins, all the fun stuff. Uh, please to be going to CommonwealthTryGoods.com. Put yourself a little order in, support the shop. We also got the beautiful uh, Virginia Pizza Crusade enamel lapel pins, which I really am a big fan of. So grab all that stuff. Greatly appreciate the support and all the people that uh, stopped by the shop this weekend. Um all right, David Martin was going to join us, but he was having technical difficulties. I want to talk about this uh, this link I tweeted out from Corey Taylor, who is the lead singer of Slipknot, going on one of these rock and roll jags that all these guys like to. But uh, I meant to play this last week before we get to your uh, your hijinks out on the left coast, Gigantor. Uh, Mr. Eric Nagel, a friend of the show, former producer of Opie and Anthony, host of It's Eric Nagel. Um, very, very talented radio production guy and uh, a lot of the better stuff you hear on the show uh, Iraq is responsible for no disrespect to her uh, none taken. I think you'd probably uh, relent to that I would um he took some audio from I believe it was the fastest hour in radio uh, this is what we call repurposing and I, I don't mean this is a shot to Jim or to tour they absolutely do not have any instincts when it comes to this shit this is what real radio produce I've never had and by the way Here's a shot at every producer I've ever had. I've never had one producer that ever takes any initiative whatsoever. They're all... Well, that's not true. In this manner. Tor takes initiative. I will say that, that amongst all producers, I would say you have taken the... Mo where I, I'll come in and you'll have stuff ready or you'll have this or that. Never with guests. Um, with events, though, you're very good at it. But this is next level shit. This is when you get a producer like Iraq, um, that's a fucking A-list guy. He takes something funny that... If, if it's not pulled out of a show, it just dies. It just goes away. But because Iraq is a pro, he said, huh, Dukes said something funny. We can turn that into something else and then get a couple of laughs out of it. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I feel like there's 70 to 80 moments during the week where we could be doing this shit. But I don't, I don't pay enough. It's probably that. But um, 
E-Rock, I don't know why this turned into attack on you guys. Um, it's more meant to be a compliment to E-Rock. This is what elite producers do. I don't even remember singing this fucking song. I have no memory of it. This thing would have just gone into the ether. And uh, E-Rock repurposed it and emailed it over to us. So, by the way, Eric, if you want to ever do that again, please continue to do so. I think it's great. Um, this is from, I, am I singing about Jimmy? Uh, yes. Okay, I start singing one song, and then I turn the song into being mean to Jim, which I think we're doing too much of lately, but we have to play this. Uh, this is from uh, Eric Nagel. I always say this, the people that I don't like keep succeeding in life, and the people that I like keep dying, so Jester, you're cool. I'm Ennery the Eighth, I am. Ennery the Eighth, I am, I am. I'm drinking tea from Bojangle store. Jester's had seven kids before, and everyone isn't accounted for. Accounted for! One of them got drowned in the lake. He lies about his kids, he's Jimmy. Jimmy still weighs 300 pounds. Second swig, worse than the first. I'm Ennery the Eighth, I am. Ennery the Eighth, I am, I am. I'm drinking tea from Bojangle store. Jester's had seven kids before, and everyone isn't accounted for. Accounted for! One of them got drowned in the lake. Fucking He lies about Fucking his game. kids, he's Jimmy. Jimmy still weighs 300 pounds. <laughs> Jimmy still weighs 300 pounds. Oh, no, that's wrong. I'm sorry, Jim. You lost a bunch of weight. You look great. Slim Thank da- you. Slim Daddy, everybody. That's what we call him. No, go fuck yourself. I forgot the goat was so vicious on that. Yeah, that was a very... Uh... That was a big fastest hour. <laughs> oh man, that was great. I don't even remember. I don't remember that. Yeah, I could t- you could tell that was not one of these sober shows that we've been doing as of late. Uh, so thank you to E Rock. That's funny. Did you? Uh, were you aware of that song before? Uh, before hearing that, uh, so Anna the Eighth. All I am the. Um, oh, the 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 original. Yeah, the, that's the uh, the tribute that I'm doing. I was unaware of that oh. song. Maybe I'll look into it now. Color me completely shocked <laughs> that you're unaware of a piece of music with instruments. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good track. Um, thank you to E-Rock for that. That's that's pretty amusing. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Parsonville, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at monksq.com. I cannot believe the tour has never heard of the song Henry VIII I Am. For all the dumb things that I've said, that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And uh, great job, E-Rock. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. Thank you. Great job, buddy. Wednesday show, it was Big Shoot, Money Monk, a new named character, Big Salad, Joe Sandwich, and the Tattoo Daddy himself, me. We find out that uh, Big Salad is a hypocrite and uh, compares himself to the founder of the feast. There's a terrible news story that came out of the Outer Banks that we discuss. We have to clear the air of how Monk got annoyed at Flying Ace by some listeners. We have our weekly installment of the BMI, but what I have for you as Duke's got a chance to sit down with Damon Martin from MMA Fighting to discuss the fights from this past weekend. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. the chad dukes show very excited good looking wednesday out there good looking wednesday to have one of my favorite guests to have on from mmafighting.com mr 
Damon Martin is on the Monks Barbecue Hotline to discuss UFC 288, the fallout, and the like. Damon, always good to catch up, buddy. How are you? I am good. Thanks for having me, as always. Boy, I tell you what, man. Um, I, there's so much to talk about, and there was so much drama, especially in those final two matches of the night. I want to talk about Aljo and Cejuda and everything that happened and then this weird-ass uh, Diaz-Paul uh, press conference that happened today. But I got to say, I've watched Bilal Muhammad fight before. I don't ever remember watching him dominate the way that he did in that fight. The leg kicks, uh, the injuries to Gilbert Burns, who, as we all know, is tough as nails. That was about, I mean, the constant movement and stance switching. And anyone watching that fight is like, Christ, give me anything but five rounds with that guy. He was the most impressive and a very impressive night to me watching that card. Yeah, it was a it was a, a really you know incredible performance. And again, remember he did this on two weeks' notice without a training camp, coming off Ramadan. Uh, he was actually in Canada doing uh, charity work when he got the call, or he actually made the call to try to get the fight. So this is what we got out of Bilal Muhammad with absolutely no training whatsoever. He just went in there and did it, and and it was an amazing performance. Gilbert Burns, incredibly tough guy. He was, of course, coming off a win over Jorge Masvidal just a few weeks earlier. So, hypothetically, the favor should have been for Gilbert Burns. He should have had at least a slight advantage in that fight. Now, Muhammad just looked incredible, pushed a pace uh, with his conditioning and, and the, as you said, the movement, the, the striking. It was just a, a really brilliant performance. And again, if you weren't a Bilal Muhammad believer before, uh, you should be now. It was crazy too. Is that I think it was the right arm kept getting kicked when he when when Gilbert was trying to check those things, and it looked like it was just a swollen strawberry. But it was the left one that actually got injured. Um, and you could see on it. It's always crazy to me. These guys are such alpha males. They have such a high competitive drive. But Burns, you could just see kind of the spark go out of his eyes because. I think it was Sonnen that said he switched from trying to win the fight to survive the fight. And it was kind of wild to see a guy like that go through it in the, in the middle of something like that. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. I mean, these guys have no quit. You know, that's why, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys like myself say, I wish we could see, you know, corners and coaches throwing in the towel more often because fighters will go out there and battle until their last breath. I mean, I feel like, I mean, we've seen guys, you know, literally, you know, hurt an ankle and, and, and you know, almost snap an ankle. and They're, they're ready to bounce out there on one leg uh, because that's just the way they're built. And Gilbert, you know, injuring his shoulder early in the fight, I think the injury actually happened in the first or second round. And then to continue going through that and also to mask it. I mean, they didn't really mention it on the broadcast until I want to say maybe the fourth round. So he went a couple of rounds where you didn't even know for sure he was injured because he just masked it so well. He was still throwing punches. He was still defending well enough to where you couldn't even really tell until later in the fight that he was dealing with a, a pretty bad, what could be a potentially really bad injury uh, with, you know, some sort of term, torn muscle in his shoulder. So it, it's crazy the, the the damage these guys take and continue to go out there and battle and, and, and fight through it. Uh, but again, when you're fighting another world-class guy like Bilal Muhammad, you're, you're really, you know, it's like ice skating uphill. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a long road to victory in that particular situation. Is he going to be on the shelf now, uh, Muhammad, that is, until Leon Edwards versus Colby Cup? Because that's not happening until later in the year, right? So does that mean that Bilal Muhammad is not fighting until 2024? Yeah, so I spoke to Bilal yesterday and asked him that very question. And he basically said, yeah, I'm waiting. I mean, he's got his, t- he's got his title shot. Yeah. It's guaranteed. He's getting the winner. 
Um, and again, you know, we don't know the timeline. Obviously, Colby and Leon are, you know, probably going to fight September, October. Uh, assuming they do that fight, then, you know, Bilal would fight again, let's say maybe February or March of next year. Well, that seems like a long time. It ends up being about nine months, 10 months. And, and you know, when you're getting a title shot, um, and again, he just took this fight on two weeks notice. Uh, he, he, again, he took a huge risk taking the Gilbert Burns fight. He won one handily. At this point, you're playing with house money, man. Don't don't risk it. He's got the opportunity. And realistically, there's no one for him to fight. That's the other problem. You could say Kamara Usman, but Usman's coming off two losses to Leon Edwards. If he loses to Usman, then it all goes away. There's really no one for him to fight anyhow. So, you know, sitting out while not ideal, uh, this is a situation where, I, I, you know, he says he's going to do it, and, and I believe he will. Um, Aljamain Sterling retains. He keeps his belt, and I think I think your website was the one that said in the most Aljamain Sterling fashion possible. Um, and, and look, I didn't think it was tight, but I think that it was close, if that makes sense. And Cejudo, of course, with the massive layoff, but you know, this is a guy that's one of the greatest fighters of all time. Sterling getting booed in New Jersey. Um, I, I don't know, man. I remember watching – there's fighters out there uh, that – I remember watching Jake Shields, and I'm like, ah, this isn't the most entertaining fight. I can appreciate his skill, but I don't necessarily feel – you know, I need to fork over fifty nine ninety nine to watch this guy fight. Um, I understand there's fans like that, but why do MMA fans seem to be so upset that this guy continues to win? It really comes down to that one moment in his career when he got – illegally struck, you know, legally struck in the head by, by a knee from Peter Yan and couldn't continue. 100% that is really what's holding him back. That moment, for whatever reason, that it was not his fault, he didn't do it illegally, he just couldn't continue after he got blasted in the head with an illegal strike, and people just held that against him. And then, you know, he, he had the belt. He won the belt that way. It's not the way he wanted to win the belt. But then he lashed out a little bit. You know, he, people got offended that he posted celebration photos that night. And, and again, not his fault. His family was there celebrating him. He was just there, and people were taking photos. But then he leaned into it a little bit. He, you know, basically was more or less like, you know, screw you. It's not my fault. So he lashed out, and that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And it just kind of snowballs from there. And so I think that's really what has turned, you know, until that point, you know, Aljamain was just a hardworking guy and a fun guy to watch. And, and, and you know, everyone was just kind of, I won't say indifferent to him, but didn't really seem, you know, one way or the other. And then that moment, you know, really changed everything to where, because through no fault of his own, he won a title in a disqualification. Uh, people are hell holding that against him, which, again, to me seems ridiculous uh, I've always said if you want to blame somebody, blame Piotr Jan in that moment for throwing the illegal knee. Uh, and I think more fighters who take illegal strikes like that should probably say, hey, I'm not going to keep going because you are, uh, again, fighting an uphill battle when you've been injured, you've been struck illegally, and, and you're getting to go back out there after you've already maybe taken a concussion. Is it really the smartest idea to go fight again? Uh, so I don't, again, I think it all really boils down to that one moment. Well, it was like when I remember when uh, Bones was doing his press conference after fighting Cyril Gunn, and he and he said, "Look, the guy 
he said something very blunt. He says the guy gets away with a lot of kicking people in the dick or something, and I wanted the ref to acknowledge that that had just happened in the first round. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that got his one loss because the elbow went up, down, instead of left, right, or whatever it was supposed to go, and so he understands that. I I'm with you. Like, if someone in any other sport, like, we acknowledge penalties, and it's just something you might gripe about them, and people have discourse, but I don't think that the players are then – uh, castigated for the rest of their careers about something that takes place that's really outside of their control. I, I I agree. I wish more MMA fighters would kind of embrace that. Yeah, it's like the it's like the groin strike in MMA. You know, typically fighters are given five minutes to recover from a groin strike, and so many of them just kind of rush right back in there. They're getting booed. And listen, yeah, and I'm listen. I am not an athlete. I am not a professional fighter, but I'm sure, like yourself, we have you know you've taken a low blow at some point in your life. And, and, and you do not just get up and run away from that in two minutes. It hurts. I mean, it's just legitimately hurts. And these guys, like, they rush back out there and fight after a minute. And I'm like, take your five minutes. I mean, no one's going to question that you just took a, a knee or a kick or whatever uh, in a low blow. Take your time to recover. Even five minutes isn't really long enough, but at least take the full five minutes. And these guys are just, you know, again, they're built different, and it's almost like an alpha male mentality where they feel like they got to get right back out there and, and do it. And, you know, Bilal Muhammad, a great example of that, a, a big reason why people are kind of against Bilal Muhammad is because when he took another short-notice fight against Leon Edwards a couple of years ago, he basically got a finger, you know, deep into his eye. He couldn't continue. He couldn't see. And people hold that against him like he somehow backed out of a fight uh, because he couldn't continue when a guy literally jabbed him in the eyeball with his finger. And I've taken a finger to the eyeball before, and I couldn't see for three days. Uh, I had to go to the eye doctor, and I couldn't see for three days straight. So, again, it's those little things that's weird. These guys and girls are built differently. They're the toughest people in the world. But when that one brief moment, when they show a little vulnerability, when they get poked in the eye or, or kicked low, suddenly they're, they're, they're not as tough as we thought they were. And it's, it's ridiculous. I, I remember sitting in the – was, it was the fight. What was it? It was, um, it was Liddell versus uh, Rashad Evans. And Rashad ended up highlight reeling him. And I think the, it was the Korean stun gun that was in there, and he was fighting, and he won. And people were chanting USA at him. And he, I'm like, dude, this guy couldn't be more respectful. He couldn't be nicer. It's just MMA crowds are just I, I know they keep the lights on. I, and I want to think that, all, you know, all the tap out affliction wearing shirt guys, a lot of them turn into knowledgeable fans. And we're still dealing with a sport that's kind of in its infancy. But I hope we get past this guy gets kicked in the balls. Let's not. I mean. They're not booing the guy that did the kicking. They're booing the guy that's sitting there not getting back in there and fighting, acting like he's milking it. I just, I don't know. I, I hope at some point those fans start becoming a little bit more knowledgeable and, you know, reacting in a way that, that human beings might, might, you know, be expected to. A great example. Not to, I don't know why I keep bringing up Bilal Muhammad, but another really funny example was he was fighting one time and the crowd was chanting USA, USA for his opponents. And Paul Felder on the broadcast said, he's from Chicago, you <laughs> morons. Like, like this hilarious. It's like your chant. Like, it's just, that's the, the, the mentality that just makes you shake your head. Like, because his name is Bilal Muhammad, you're going to chant USA for his opponent. Bilal's from Chicago, you idiots. Like, you know what I mean? He, just, he doesn't he have a, really, cint he has not one scintilla of an accent, by the way, when he speaks, which makes that whole yeah. thing. 
So but crazy. Paul Felder, Paul Felder calling him out in the broadcast, he literally said, he's like, he's from Chicago, you morons. And I just <laughs> cracked up laughing. I was just like, that. that is the perfect reaction. Uh, so Hudo had his gloves off after the fight, and he's a heady guy, so I'm glad he took a moment. Now he's right back into it, you know, calling guys out and that he's going to fight again. Two two questions for you, Damon. What what did you think about him having the gloves off? What changed? And then um, is I would assume he's top five still in that division after, you know, such an impressive performance after that layoff. Yeah, it was interesting. I kind of had the thought going in that if he had lost, that he might just walk away again because Henry was coming back to become champion and kind of cement his legacy. He talked about fighting Aljamain, fighting Sean O'Malley, and then going up and fighting Alexander Volkanovsky in featherweight. And then losing, I was like, well, this might be it. Like, he might just be one and done. He didn't look bad. He actually looked great. It was a close fight. I mean, I scored her for Aljamain, but it was a good fight. He looked good in there. Uh, and after three years away, that's not an easy thing to do. But, you know, he did. It looks like he's changed his mind. He's, he's going to stick around, and I'm glad. You know, I think the sport is a better place with Henry Cejudo in it. He's an incredible athlete, a gold medalist in wrestling. Uh, so, you know, incredible fighter. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, again, it looks like he is going to stick around. Uh, you know, we'll see what actually matchups are out there for him. And, yeah, he's absolutely still a top-five guy. I mean, I would argue, you know, talent-wise, he's probably still top-three. I just think he needs to go out there and actually, you know, beat somebody else in the rankings to get higher. You can't even as good as he is and taking Algermain, you know, to the brink in that fight. You can't just jump back in and and completely eradicate what guys like Corey Sandhagen or Murad Dewalishvili, guys like that, what they have been doing. But in terms of talent, Senator Henry Sudo is still a top three, top four guy in the world. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, two fun little stories. Um, I love the platinum Perry. Conor McGregor stuff, and I love that Dana's claiming that he wasn't pissed off about it. They're like, hey, Conor's just a fan. I heard Feldman say they didn't pay Conor anything to be there, which is very difficult to believe considering the hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars worth of publicity that he got, uh, that they got from him being there and having that face off and having the title over his shoulder. I got to say, though, I mean... We all know how Dana White can be a hothead. You bring up Oscar De La Hoya, he'll sit there and scream at you for 15 minutes. But I'm very surprised to hear him say that he's okay with one of his fighters, especially his most important fighter, having another promotion's title over his shoulder. Yeah, I was actually a little surprised at Dana's reaction. I thought maybe he would go a little more nuclear. But, you know, we always say it, and it's true. Conor McGregor lives under a different set of rules than everybody else. And I think that... Uh, you know, you don't you don't bite the hand that feeds you. And Dana's about to start promoting a lot of Conor McGregor with the Ultimate Fighter starting in a couple of weeks, and of course him coming back with the fight against Michael Chandler. There's a new uh, Conor McGregor documentary coming on Netflix next week that's you know going to get a lot of attention. So I think Dana, you know, again, everyone says Conor McGregor lives under a different set of rules. I think Dana's reaction is a prime example of that because I think if it had been anybody else. He probably would have been a little more upset, or maybe had a few more things to say. But it's Connor, and and you know Connor does, you know as as, as Connor says that you know what, what Connor wants, Connor gets, and the, the the double champ does what the bleep he wants. Uh, so I think that's the scenario there. And listen, good for BKFC. I've actually been a big fan of BKFC for a while. I, I really like their product, and uh, weirdly, you know, again, unbiased as a journalist, but I'm always happy to see. Uh, you know, promotions do well and find success, and because and we need that in the, in combat sports. We can't just be, 
you know, uh, built around only one organization being the UFC. There needs to be competition out there. And, uh, you know, BKFC is a, is a, and also, I think also to Dana's point, BKFC is different. You know, this isn't Bellator or PFL or somebody right. coming for his market share. BKFC is bare knuckle fighting. Not everyone is going to want to do that. Uh, and so I think he knows that, like, while they are, you know, a, a, an organization on the rise and could potentially become a major player or, ha- or are becoming a major player, I don't really think he sees them as a threat in that regard because they're not MMA. They, they are bare knuckle fighting. I love the product, and I also like seeing Mendez versus Eddie Alvarez is a barn burner, and those you know those guys are at a different stage of their career, but those are top-level fighters, you know, mixed martial artists going in there and looking good, and those cards are entertaining, and I enjoy them, so I'm with you. I, I root for that product. I like seeing guys from other fight promotions compete in there because you see Luke Rockhold, look, we were just talking about what Gilbert Burns was doing, masking an injury. I, Luke Rockhold got his face split open, his teeth fall out, and he's like, I've had enough of this shit. Like, I I also, <laughs> I understand that part of it, too. Um, as crazy as that is, because I went back to that Robbie Lawler fight where he had his lips split all the way up to underneath his eyeball, and he kept fighting uh, Roy McDonald, I believe it was, in that fight. That was, um, I guess, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, and again, like I said, it's, it's so funny you say that. I literally just got off the phone with Dave Feldman, the, the BKFC president, about a half hour ago. We were doing an interview. And, of course, he paid a lot of credit to Luke Rockhold for going in there and trying it out and, and you know, putting his putting his uh, body on the line for that. Had nothing but praise for Luke Rockhold. But every conversation I've ever had with Dave Feldman over several years since BKFC first started was that, you know, this sport is a different animal. It's not for everybody. And, and you know, some guys are going to thrive there, like Mike Perry, who's become kind of the face of BKFC, or even Eddie Alvarez, who went in there and looked like a, a natural at it on day one. And it's not going to be for other people. People are going to step in there and do it. I mean, Pauli Malinashi tried it once, and, boy, did he go you know, skirting <laughs> out of there pretty quickly after that. Uh, and, and, again, you know, obviously, and I don't hold anything against Luke Rockhold. Like, you know, he's a legend. He's, he's been around, but he did it. He, he knocked it off the bucket list, and he's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is for me. And that's okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's not for everybody. Rothwell's a great ambassador for that sport, though. That, that That's a guy that, like, I remember in Sin City there was some – there was some quote. It was like, you know, if he was born a thousand years ago, they'd be feeding people like uh, to to Marv, and that's. That, I just get the feeling like that with Rothwell. Like that guy should be in a gladiator pit somewhere, fighting for his life with a sword. Whenever he wins, and he's just screaming and yelling and wiping blood on himself. Um, I enjoy that. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the um, I saw you tweeting about the Diaz Jake Paul face off. I watched the video. Very odd. I guess Diaz also walked away from the podium and the. In the middle of the thing, is that just you know the way the cookie crumbles when you deal with the DS brothers? They they march to the beat of their own drummer. Yeah, well, it was supposed the press conference was supposed to start at two o'clock Eastern, and as soon as they said the delay, the event was delayed. I actually joked with my coworkers. I said, "What's the over under on this thing actually starting at two thirty? And it didn't start until like two forty. Uh, that's just again, that's you know the the nature of dealing with the Diaz brothers or or Conor McGregor. You're living on the, you're living on in their world on their time. Uh, the press conference was rather bizarre. I agree with Nate, like not having people there was really weird. It was just like, it seemed like five members of the media and then the guys on stage, it was a really odd setup. It's in Dallas and that's, well, Dallas is obviously a huge city. It's not a hub where like everyone's close. Like if you, if you did it in Vegas, there's a lot of media who just lives in Vegas. You do it in LA. There's a lot of media that just lives in, in LA Dallas is a weird one, so you're basically asking media to fly into Dallas for a 45-minute press conference, which 
you know, just isn't going to happen. So you're not going to have a ton of representation there in terms of media and then not opening it up to the crowd. I mean, you're doing it at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday afternoon. It's kind of a weird, it was a weird setting. And the, 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 the questions and answers were odd. You had one guy pitching to fight Nate's brother and, uh, yeah, not not the smoothest press conference, but after attending a lot of UFC press conferences, I can tell you that that one still went probably smoother than some of those. But, yeah, it was a weird setting, and Nate got up to go use the bathroom at one point. It's just, you know, it's, I don't know, like I said, it's a, it's a bit of a circus sideshow. Is, is Jake Paul still affiliated with PFL? I, I feel like there was that big video and the announcement, and we're going to do this super fight division, and, and I feel like I haven't heard Dick about that since, since it happened. He is. He is still signed there. He actually mentioned that during the press conference. Somebody asked him about fighting Nate in, in mixed martial arts, and he said, uh, I'm signed to the PFL. And um, listen, I don't know. You know, Everyone's, everyone's convinced Jake's going to fight him, but maybe he will. I don't know if I ever believe he will. I mean, is it good marketing to get a guy like Jake Paul involved and, and having him there to promote your events and having him you know, help build the pay-per-view business for, for PFL, which – you know, we'll see how successful that will be because pay-per-view is the toughest, toughest business to tackle in 2023. You know, very few people can succeed at that now. Uh, so maybe he'll help there. But yeah, he's still he's still PFL bound. Uh, will he have a fight? I, I do cast a little doubt on that. Uh, maybe if he loses to Nate Diaz in a boxing match, maybe he'll say, "Okay, I've tried boxing. Now let me try MMA." Uh, but yeah, he's still there. He's still signed, and 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 you know, he does have equity in the organization i think that you know he's probably going to play some part in francis Ngannou potentially going there i know there's a lot of buzz about that being a, a potential landing spot for francis so yeah. yeah he's still there will he fight uh, that's a, that's a different question uh last question for you i saw evil dead rise on monday and i saw that you're tweeting about it and kind of give it a power ranking over a nerdcore movement about where it ranks in with all the evil dead movies i felt like that was very difficult to do because it just there were definitely homages and instances where I felt like it was an Evil Dead movie, but it also felt it felt very different to me than all the rest of those movies, including the the reboot or the sequel or the whatever they call them now that ha came out a few years ago. I really liked it, and there was some really great horror violence in that movie, but I don't know where I would put it in regards to Army of Darkness and the, the rest of those films. Yeah, I loved it. And a little spoiler alert for my for my post on on social media. I I put Evil Dead Rise number one because oh it was my it, it was my favorite because uh, I am not I am not a massive Evil Dead fan. I appreciate what they are and I do like the films, but I am not a fan of like horror with like goofy elements to it. I like like either horror or horror comedy. Zombie Land. I love Zombie Land. I love Shaun of the Dead. But other than that, give me like a real horror film. And I thought Evil Dead Rise was perfectly that. The Evil Dead remake for 2013 was great as well. And I appreciate Bruce Campbell. I, I really do like the original Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Army of Darkness is a little goofier. But uh, again, I just feel like they're different films. And if you're asking me as a hardcore horror fan, which one I like best, I like Evil Dead Rise. How great was that eyeball scene? That was, I mean, I... <laughs> I, I stood up in the theater and went, what the fuck, as soon as I saw that. And I just can't wait for people to – because I know it's got to get on video on demand for some people to even consider a movie like that. But I was so glad I went to see it in the theater with the shining homages and the Evil Dead homages. It was it was really great. I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, between between that and the cheese grater, you, oh. uh, you have a whole, a whole new appreciation for uh, for kitchen utensils. I love the cheese grater. I was <laughs> I was pining away for a Bruce Campbell cameo, but we can't always get what we want. It is at He was – Bruce Campbell was in there. Bruce Where? Campbell was in that movie. Uh, 
uh, the, the 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 vinyl record that they play without any spoilers with the voices. He was one of the voices. Get out of here! Was he really? Yeah, he was. There's a, there's one part where you hear a guy in the in the in the in the background saying like, "Don't do this! Don't open the book." <laughs> That's Bruce Campbell. Dude, they had this great. I don't know if you ever been to an Alamo Draft House, but they do this great like 30 minute clip show where they put like old trailers and all stuff that has to do with the movie. And they had a, a commercial for the. Uh, I think it was the Army of Darkness or Evil Dead video game for the original Xbox. And it was just so funny seeing how progressive I thought those graphics were back in the day and just how clunky they look now. And it ends with Bruce Campbell chasing his neighbor with a chainsaw, which I was very excited about. <laughs> Check that out on YouTube if people haven't seen that. Uh, NerdcoreMovement.com for that top list there. And, of course, MMA Fighting and at Damon Martin on Twitter and Instagram. Great stuff, as always, Damon. Thank you very much, bud. Thanks for having me. The great Damon Martin, everybody, on the Monk's Barbecue Hotline. The Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram, at Virginia Pizza Crusade. Man, Damon is such a good interview. I really like that guy. He's He's got such a mindful of knowledge. And him and Duke's going back and forth. It's very, very entertaining. Thursday, though, Duke's brought in Loud Goat, and we brought you the fastest hour in radio. We answer certain questions like uh, the new Mortal Kombat announcement. Was that disappointing? Can a rock album by Dolly Parton be a success? Is guilt tipping at self-checkout registers a thing? And the new Beetlejuice, could that be a disaster? All those questions plus a little more. So what I pulled out for you guys, the Mortal Kombat conversation, and we find out from a story from Dukes that he had a nickname growing up. Kudos for him for admitting this. If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the subscriber hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs. I believe, as you're a fan of Procedure Ghost, I am. And his procedure would stipulate Loud Ghost Ghost. Minister of the Yin. Get those shirts out there. Yeah, does that come with a little like, like desk placard? <laughs> I'm sure I can arrange it. <laughs> it painted on the door of the glass of the door of my office. Speaking of logos, I know that it, you're not. Uh, it's not that show right now, but the beautiful blockbuster video color edition Fortress Film Society tease. I saw that announcement. Yeah, very very nice. Available on the uh, Joe would call it the Horde Store. Go to ChadDukeShow.com <laughs> or go to Bustle's website. There's links on all of our social media. You can pick one up. They are quite fetching and a lot of you bitched and said you didn't get one of the black and white ones so go get one of the navy blue and yellow ones please apologies horde i didn't finish oh god i hate joe so much <laughs> so very very much so uh, moving into other things that you might not be super fond of uh the cryptic nature of oh. uh mortal Kombat i'm information in the throes of it go just gets dripped and drabbed out there and just you never know what's coming out and you never know what anything means now there's a certain aspect that I kind of like the, ooh, it's a little bit of a puzzle, but also you almost don't know if it's just trolling either. Nobody does this. And no other industry does this. Do they fucking, do they fuck with their fan base as much as NetherRealm And does? the weirdest part, I think the most disappointing thing about this announcement, if you can even call it that up until now, is that the confirmation came during an earnings phone call from the CEO of Warner Discovery. How long have we been asked, uh, waiting if that didn't happen? And who might also be one of the 
um, least likable people in Hollywood. And that's kind of saying something at this point. But so you get that kind of lukewarm sort of, oh, yeah, and, and there's a Mortal Kombat game coming out. Dur, 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 dur. They and clearly have get- no idea the passion and the fan base and the, 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 the way that Mortal Kombat fans pour over every character oh, yeah. Ed Boon tweets out. It, it's basically, it's what I remember, what I liken it to is the day after an episode of Lost would air, oh, and there were people oh. out there doing frame-by-frame breakdowns of every scene. True Detective like, was like that, too. Yeah, and they were reading so much into everything, and ultimately, just I like to just let it wash over me and let it happen. Go as, the fuck outside. And, and, and maybe <laughs> maybe wait for the actual announcement. Well, also, go, you have things to do in I, your life. I, I do. Um, Activities. Some of them, yeah. I mean, maybe they're better than this. I'm not sure. Depends on the day. Um, but in any case, the latest little nugget of information is a 17-second video with a clock ticking that was yeah. released on uh, on on the intro net today I from the Mortal Kombat official Twitter account on uh, yeah Wednesday, May 10th, uh, around midday or Yesterday, so. Yesterday, I suppose. Uh, and it re- it has a clock ticking, and rather than stopping on 12, it goes. Right past it to oh. one, and everybody has now run wild with speculation. The current speculation is that it might be teasing another timeline reset yes. for the lore. Now, I'm not as familiar with the lore of Mortal Kombat since the first or second game sure. as as you might be, but uh, I am familiar with timelines being reset and how it can be polarizing, I guess, in some forms of fiction. Yeah, well, I mean, you are a fan of probably multiple IPs where there's different generations of uh it's been around long enough where mm-hmm. there's eras right Era, yeah by by ply like star wars is very easy it's prequels it's the judd apatow what's the guy's name jj Rogan, fucking <laughs> abrams yeah his his and, shit and they did they did nuke all of the extended universe books and comics right. that had come before so there was that reset there which was a bummer for a lot of people who'd invested time in that mortal Kombat has one of the most muddled and convoluted backstory histories canons you ever want Jax has gotten his robot arms a hundred different ways by the way they gave him a completely different way in the new shitty movie that came out to get his arms so what everyone is th- at the end of Mortal Kombat 11, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. uh, there's a <laughs> divergent path. There's two different endings. One is Liu Kang wins. He defeats Kronika and becomes the emperor of space. He com- becomes a titan pretty much. He's bestowed with Raiden's powers okay. and uh, he has fire god Liu Kang powers and we see him go back in time to visit with the great Kung Lao, not the annoying Kung Lao that flips around and throws his fucking hat <laughs> at you. And so the other timeline is Shang Tsung wins. And he is evil warlord over all of fucking existence. Most people think we're going to go with the Liu Kang side okay. as far as canon goes. And it's going to be based in the original Mortal Kombat tournament. Um, the reason why that isn't smart if they just do that is no cyborgs. There's there's a shitload of fucking characters that people love that weren't around back then. So that's why they think that there's going to be just time travel up the ass some sort of cataclysmic yeah like thin spaces in the universe that sort of thing that sort of thing like the the black house except this hopefully is entertaining (laughs) um yeah i i don't mind it um there's there's characters that we've never been at the great kung lao would be fun to play with Uh, king gorbach is goro's father i've always wanted to have him as a sub boss mortal kombat's known for their sub bosses we didn't have one in the last game we didn't have it have one in a while actually so People are hoping that returns. Um, there's a fucking the Dragon King. Some people are thinking he comes back. So there's just a shitload you could do. And I don't know. Simplifying 
DC Comics says this all the time, guys, yeah. you know. like The it, full reset, yeah. It, it never goes, it never smooths everything over. So I don't know. I, I trust NetherRealm to make a fun game. I, I trust, I know I'm going to enjoy it unless, I, I don't even go there, but like, <laughs> unless it goes the way everything else goes. But um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that's pretty obvious what they're doing is they're resetting the clock and kind of maybe combining, because the first trailer, trailer, was a fucking just grains of sand falling from an hourglass. Yeah. And so I think people are believing those are all universes that could potentially contain characters from the Mortal Kombat. Okay. Universe. I mean, I can see that being, and again, I guess it's one of those things where in fighting games specifically, the lore, there are people who are very invested and there yes. are other people who just don't care as long as the characters are cool and it plays well. So I mean, this story is just so batshit every time. That right. It's, yeah, I'm not the story mode. I'm not all that invested in. But the, what what Mortal Kombat fans are invested in is, I'm sure you can relate with Street Fighter. There are characters that have that mean something. They have rapid yes. fan. The Molina yeah. fans can go fucking screw. <laughs> I am so tired of fucking Molina. They are never happy if she's in the game or not. They're not happy. They're awful, awful people. So I'm hoping she's not in the game. Well, that w that's something to look forward to. And I mean, I am a fan of the Metal Gear Solid series. And so convoluted timelines and, oh, yes. and incredibly arcane bits of canon meaning something completely different from game to game, but all still being valid yeah. is something I've come to grips with on a couple of different IPs. But I think Metal Gear is probably the only one I can totally give it a complete pass with just being so utterly confusing and layered that it's actually intriguing. Yeah. Other stuff, it can just get so heavy that you just start to tune it out. And you just yeah. are like, all right, let me get back to the game. Well, the other thing that I, Street Fighter doesn't have to deal with this is that the non-stop, never-ending debate on guest characters. Because what Mortal Kombat does is they go out and they acquire the rights to beloved right. characters, which is awesome, by the way. I got to play as Rambo in Mortal Kombat, which is fucking It's great. pretty nifty, yeah. Robocop, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, like, go down the list. Of, they got Kratos from God of War. Like, there's a bunch of fucking awesome... I mean, you're playing as the Terminator, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger is voicing the Terminator. Yeah. And they're doing... And they do a great job of adapting the fatalities and the moveset, the shit that actually happened in the films. So you're doing shit that, like, you watch... When Sly is escaping from Brian Dennehy, he does this nifty little slide into a fucking yeah. elbow you can do that in the game oh no kidding it's a scorpion yeah okay, that's pretty great so like that's Ghostface and doom guy and michael myers it's the same fucking names i keep hearing over and over again that everybody wants they really want who's the blonde dude from uh the boys oh Peace, um no not, not peacemaker. peacemaker i what's his name Homelander. Oh, they really want Homelander. And apparently there's been a leak that because Ed Boone's got a big old fucking throbbing heart on for DC because he <laughs> makes the Injustice games, too. So they're saying John Cena's Peacemaker is somebody that's probably going to show not up. I'm not going to lie. That would be for fucking That'd be fun. <laughs> it's, just, it's whether or not. Also, a lot of these people don't want to get cut to shreds. Like a lot of like it's like, hey, you have to have brutalities performed on these characters. Right. Fatalities performed on these characters. So they might there's like a protection that. to their IP kind of thing going yeah, on like yeah that's why that's why street fighter versus mortal Kombat apparently was like good to go and the one hold up was capcom said you're not you're not cutting ryu's head off that sounds about right <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna fucking do that. That, that that i think i feel like that checks out yeah and if anybody played marvel versus dc you know you cannot dumb down the fatalities it's embarrassing and every, it embarrasses everybody involved they have to be brutal so there's that. so yeah i mean i i hopefully for your sake, and actually for anybody out there who's looking forward to Mortal Kombat, I hope they at least pull it off right. Thank you. And mostly, I hope the game plays well. Ed Boon does a great job. In yeah. the past three Mortal Kombat games might be the best three Mortal Kombat games when you go nine, ten. The only thing that I don't like about it is a, the, the, the common thought is the 3D era, which... 
I'm wor- I saw a lot of speculation that it might be moving to 3D, and I'm kind of well, I would hope I, it wouldn't. I don't think so. I think they're just going to bring back a lot of those characters. Okay, because there's this weird renaissance. The 3D era is Deception and Armageddon and uh, fucking uh, Dual Alliance, whatever the fucking name it is. I really did not like any of that. It okay, aged, it aged very poorly. So um, could they pull characters at least from there and make it work? As long as the yeah. Without, as long as the game functions properly. Yeah, but 9, nine 10, and 11 were all really, really good games. So I, I have high hopes, and I, I trust Ed Boon in that group. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, thank you for doing Mortal Kombat. Sorry, Goat, so I can scream and yell and <laughs> do what I like. Wave, wave my arms around. Get those cuts in. No, all right, Kevin. We all know what Booker T said. Jesus Christ. He's fucking in the chat He's telling people. Lay off. His immediate remorse is my favorite part of that clip. <laughs> he loves making Gringos yeah. uncomfortable. So my guy when, Kevin Smith does. When he does the, the two hands, there, the hand it, on yeah. each side of his head after he lets it slip during the promo. You know the fucking Kevin comes up to me and he goes, Hey, Dukes, you know what my favorite part of Gangs of New York is? And I'm like, what? He goes, you know when he's in the church and he doesn't want that guy in there? And I'm like, Kevin, I know what he says. We've all seen the movie. Father, did you know that there's a... Shoot he just comes it. up. I'll be like, fucking there'll be people in line at the shop and they'll come up yeah. and like start whispering to me yeah, about yeah, it. Guess, guess what? <laughs> I think, what, are you there? You probably are there. <laughs> most, most likely, yes. Kevin does that. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, all right, boys. Uh, no AI in this story. Aww. I know. Nuts to your chagrin. <laughs> oh, a uh, nickname I used to have uh, younger growing up. Butterball reveals a new hearty Tucker, uh, excuse me, turkey, not Tucker, Turkey Carlson. He's going to launch a media company. Um, a new hearty turkey sausage link out of their hearty lines. Ooh. 70% less fat, oh. according to Butterball. These are turkey sausage links as butcher style with a coarse texture loud goat. Oh. They will come in two flavors, old world, old world smoked and Polish style. Both sound pretty fetching to me. Yeah. Butter, uh, Butterball hearty turkey sausage, pre-cooked, gluten-free. You can find them in 12-ounce packages or bun length at select retailers. With a wider lunch, uh, lunch, launch coming, launch. Me and Benny Alvarez used to have launch together. Uh, fall 2023 in autumn. So they're out now if you can find them. Yes. But they'll go wide in the fall. I'm actually intrigued by this. Big hot take coming from Dukes here. Uh, got no fucking problem with turkey bacon, yeah. turkey sausages, turkey pepperoni. Um, I'm not going to say every time I like it better than the original, but there are plenty of times... When I'm eating fucking something that is, you know, pork based or beef based, and I'm like, it's a little too greasy. And uh, I actually, at times, I'll say, prefer the turkey version. Um, I'm very excited by this. I'm actually really intrigued by this. I would say, the, like, turkey burgers just don't. They stink on they, ice. They don't, they yeah. don't fly. <laughs> but, uh, but I would say the anything like that, like a pepperoni, because it's seasoned. Yes. And you've got the, the seasoning is really. One of the, you know, the real star of the show, especially if you're doing a good sausage, like the seasoning, the preparation, the smoking, like that's where you're getting that flavor from. So I can see this. I mean, and also if it's good turkey and it's coarse ground, then you're also maybe, you know, I think good turkey's good. Yeah. You know, we talk about, you know, the ways that you can prepare turkey for Thanksgiving that are so much better than what people think of when they think of the dry out of the oven pieces of jerky that you weren't expecting when you get it off of the bird. 
this could work. I really am looking forward to checking this out. Now, it's a 70% less fat. I'd be interested to know what the other numbers are and how those are different because usually a lot of times when you get something that's an alternative, the sodium, sodium goes way up. Roof. So, yeah. Um, I have all those. I would also say go that normally I would think people prefer chicken to turkey, but in this instance, as I also believe on a cold cut sandwich, turkey the superior meat. I a agree. Turkey sausage, yeah. I always like better. A chicken sausage is all of them that I've had have been pretty fucking dry. Um, I haven't really found a good one yet. So, um, and I'm with you on the t- turkey. Kind of has gotten the the peeps jag and the fucking people just. They have decided they hate candy corn, and they decided that they're edgy if they talk about how much they hate candy corn. <laughs> and I feel that turkey falls into that category where you've never deep fried a turkey if this is the way you feel about it. Like, you've just never done it. And you can also cover it with enough oil and bacon and put it in the fucking oven. It's going to be <laughs> fine. I've, I've, i got to test to that myself. Yeah, you are living proof. Yeah, I love a nice big bird, and I think I've said multiple times in my life, I, I wish this wasn't a one-time-a-year meal i wish this is something that we can enjoy at other times but yeah i mean i'm right there with you like the offset smoking of a turkey is one of my favorite things i i usually get a turkey that's way bigger than i know i'm going to get people for on thanksgiving just so i can have sandwiches over the next (laughs) couple of weeks because i i make sure that there's plenty to go around at the end of the night our buddy uh our buddy neil papalakalaka i think he does two turkeys one to eat and one just for sandwiches specifically yeah Yeah, that sounds about right sandwich yeah we used to do thanksgiving part two where we would cook a bird on friday like my dad would just buy an extra yeah, turkey, and he'd not? be like, "Hey, guess what? Everybody took all of this home. We're doing another one." And yeah, it's like, shit. "Yeah!" And we have all the sides. <laughs> it's like second Christmas at that point. <laughs> you know, what, you want a depressing fucking day is walk down the stuffing aisle, three hundred and sixty-three days a year, and see it. Nothing's gone. You're like, "Stuffing's great. I love stuffing." <laughs> By the way, the worst stuffing I've ever had is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. That shitty box of shit from what is it's not stovetop, right? There's there's well, some Mandela effect where there's no there's a there's a stuffing product that doesn't exist and we all think it does. Oh, okay. Cause yeah, because the stovetop is the classic one that had the massive advertising campaign. I know, but there's, and that there's one's, something about that we misremember. Jim, are you looking it up? It'll yeah. just be a moment. <laughs> even though even though, again, it's just the boxed stuffing and you boil some water and throw it in there, it's still just fine. Stovetop's the top one that comes up. I know that but never mind. Anyway, type in stuffing Mandela. Effect. So turkey sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just came up with a really good idea. Uh huh. What um, what day is Thanksgiving? It's probably in June. Well, because Thanksgiving, it's it's in May. It's in May. Okay. Yeah, we're in May. Yes, we are in May. So I guess if you wanted to be fully traditional, it would be the fourth Thursday in May. Fourth Thursday in May. Because you'd want it to be on a Thursday, it being Thanksgiving, or. Do you know where I'm headed? I might. Be half skiving Hootenanny. I like might have be. said if, if you wanted to do it on a Friday evening yes. instead of a Thursday. I think that would be the call. Get the fucking sides up in here. Get a big turkey up in here. I bet Monk would do the turkey for us, unless you're volunteering. Love I mean, I'm not going to take Monk's spot as far as cooking things is concerned. If we can convince him, I'll, I will certainly be the reserve. Dude, his fucking, all the shit that you get from his place around then is just so goddamn great yeah so i'm definitely if if we can if we can secure his services i'm definitely not going to step on those toes all right uh jester you, you didn't find the mandela effect yet no kevin you got it is it stouffer stovetop 
It might be Stouffer stovetop stuffing. And that's, is that it's not made by and Stouffer's. that product does not exist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's weird. By the way, people confuse the... See, they they want to ascribe the Mandela effect to being stupid. Like, you're just not right. He, Larth Vader never said, Luke, I am your father. You, yeah. You should know that. You, they, Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. Brody yeah. never said, fucking, you're going to need a bigger boat or we're going to need a bigger boat, whichever one is the incorrect one. Like, you're just misquoting the movie, but people want to say, like, it's the Mandela effect. We're all misremembering. And it's like... No, we're not. People are just dumb in that way. The Mandela effect is everyone thought that fucking Nelson Mandela died in prison and he didn't. That, yeah. That's an actual thing that, you know. And there were enough people that believed it that it became yeah. like a, wait, am I wrong? Am I right? I don't know. There's no way. There was no way to really yeah. check. And it's, it was very prevalent before the internet. Very much so where everyone yeah. could immediately Google it. What is, uh, what are you doing there, Jim? Just write my notes down. What does your notes say? All about the show and the topics. How does so much shit get fucked up if you take so many notes? That's a very good question. Right. I can't read some of my. I notes. mean, I was going to say I'm looking at the handwriting over here, and that might be the solution. It could so. be it. Well, write down contact monk about halfs giving hootenanny. I think that's a no brainer. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. Half's giving hoot nanny is such a great idea. I can't wait to do this. By the way, I forgot to text Monk on Thursday about that, so he'll be getting a text message today, or hopefully he'll just listen to the show. And I really want Ant-Man to come in here and eat as much as humanly possible, because if I have to get another tattoo, I'm going to be pissed. But thank you guys so much for checking out the show. If you want to keep up with everything, www.chaddukeshow.com. We have links there to everything you need. You can get your subscription if you don't have one. Stop by the shop. We have the new Fortress Film Society shirts up there. They're kind of blockbuster-esque looking shirts. I like it a lot. I'm going to grab me one of those this weekend. Down at the bottom of the page will be all the social posts if you want to keep up with those. Twitter, it's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, it's at Chad Dukes Show. And Facebook.com backslash the Chad Dukes Show. As always, we love to thank our sponsors, Money Monk and Monk's Barbecue out in Percival, Virginia, as well as Flying Ace Farm in Lovettsville, Virginia. Both of those places, outstanding. Check them both out if you haven't. Joe Azer came in and sat in on Tuesday night and watched our shenanigans for the Wednesday show. Looking to buy or sell a home in the Northern Virginia area or just general questions at all. 571-989-AZER. That's 571-989-2937. And if you're feeling a little sluggish, Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Go to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the Duke's promo code for 10% off your entire order. And let me not forget my guy Dixer. Dixer Tattoo Worldwide. Go to DixerTattoo.com if you want to check out his site and look at his work. Really great dude. Did really, really good work on my back. I can't see it, but everybody tells me it's good. All right, guys. I hope you get out to Commonwealth Dry Goods this weekend for the release of the Rodcast CD. And just enjoy this weekend. Be with your loved ones. Be with your family. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, Shooting Toro, see you back here on Monday. Roll out the...